Hi lovely people and welcome to episode number 68. So today we are going to discuss what to do when life happens because life does happen. Things change and we can make all the plans in the world but we can't always see them through because life just isn't always going to play along with our rules. So today I'm going to share with you what to do when the unexpected happens because typically I will see people do one of two things, either drown in their schedule and guilt themselves out of taking action that they want to take, which might be to change things or to say no to things, only to later guilt themselves that they did the wrong thing because they didn't say no. The other alternative is that I will see people drop the ball on one thing and then the next thing and so on. So there's this domino effect and before we know it, we're not doing any of the things and the decision to change something, like one thing, leads to changing everything in terms of old habits that you've decided you don't want to continue suddenly coming out to say hello. (laughs) So before we get into it today, I do want to tell you that this episode is not the excuse episode. It's not one to listen to and to justify not getting shit done. Because if there's anything that I've learned through coaching people and myself, right, I'm fully included in this, is that we think everything is an emergency, a reason to stop doing what we're doing. And 95% of the things that you think are an emergency and justified reason to stop doing what you are doing are not. I like to tell my clients this, right? Like, would you be willing to tell me the reason and explain it to me? Or maybe it's your boss or maybe your client or your partner. This is really important to consider. If you would say it out loud to someone else, that's usually a good sign. And no, your best friend doesn't count because they're gonna be like, yeah, definitely. Let's go to happy hour, stop working. Because our brain is always looking for a reason to stop doing what we're doing. So when you make the decision in your own brain, stopping is always going to win. Let's not be surprised by that. Let's expect and anticipate that. So this episode is not about giving that primitive part of our brains permission to take over suddenly remembering things that you were supposed to do and haven't done is not a reason to stop what you are doing right now however tempting it is however big the urge is to stop and focus on this other thing just write it down and come back to it later a phone call a message or an email is probably not a reason to stop doing what you are doing when you've set time for it Same with like a Facebook notification or an Instagram notification or a TikTok notification if they have notifications, right? Like there's so many ways we can get distracted right now. And in fact, I really obviously recommend that switching that phone on airplane mode when you are working or focusing is going to just save you so much potential distraction. Now, sometimes life does happen. I get it. A few weeks ago, I got vertigo. Not the most fun experience I've had in my life. And for those of you that don't really know what it is, you know that feeling when you get off a roller coaster, that feeling in your brain, like spinning around? Well, that's what happens. I told a friend, I actually told a few friends and was surprised that so many people have had it. So maybe some of you listeners also have it. But for those of you that don't, I'll tell you that she calls it spinny brain. (laughs) So that's what's happening inside the brain. Not the best way. Uh, to start my week and basically life happened and I had to change some things up in my routine that day 
and then that week. And I did attempt to do yoga on the first day in the morning, <laughs> sticking to my morning routine before I knew it was vertigo. And it wasn't the best choice and the best decision that I made that day. And obviously I quickly learned that downward dog is not a good idea if you have vertigo. I'm just going to share that with you all so you don't have to try anything. If you have a spinny brain, don't put your head below your knees. Simple. Now, this happens to my clients as well, right? They have shifts in their lives. Sometimes it can be around health. Sometimes it can be around relationships or work, maybe getting fired or made redundant, people recently being put on furlough. And to be fair to all of us, we've been, as a collective, experiencing life differently recently. So you can probably think of some shifts that have happened recently and changed routine for you. I mean, everyone has been house under house arrest, I guess. That's one big shift. Now, an important thing to remind ourselves is that we are adaptable and we always have been. Think about how people become parents, right? Many of my friends have in recent years and it's this huge shift in lifestyle, schedule, priorities, sleeping habits, eating habits, communication availability, like a lot of changes. And yet they're handling it. Like I'm in awe of them all the time. So for any of you listening that are also parents, like kudos to you. For us, we recently found out that we're moving to France and that's the fourth country we'll move to since I launched this podcast. Not by choice, although we're looking forward to it, but my husband's pilot school is relocating them there. And luckily I can work from anywhere since my clients are all over the world already. So it was a surprise. Life happens to all of us. That isn't the problem. The problem is that when life happens, either by surprise or because we knew and made a conscious choice to change something, our brain sees an opportunity. An opportunity to stop, to pause, to reach for cookies, to hit snooze on the alarm, to talk on the phone for hours or get lost in social media or Google instead of doing what we had planned. Because our brain is always looking for that opportunity to conserve our energy, avoid failure, avoid any possible chance of rejection, and stay safe. The problem isn't even that we pause or change something or decide to shift our calendar in some way. Here's the amazing thing. We are the CEOs of our own lives and we are the best ones to make decisions on what we will do. For each of you listening, I want you to really take that in. You are the best person to make decisions for your life. Now we make the decisions and it's what happens next that starts creating the problems, right? Because making an empowered decision to cut back on the tasks you will do on a day that you feel unwell, for example, is is a great decision, makes sense. But what happens next is the problem. The first thing that I see often with my clients is, jumping into guilt and self-judgment down that rabbit hole in that spin, not allowing themselves to properly rest even once they've decided that's what they need. What Just do one more thing, five more minutes. Quickly gonna check my emails, just gonna check in with this one person. Basically taking action that defeats the whole purpose of what they wanted to achieve when the decision was made. Now this will catch up with you in feeling exhausted and at some point you will need to stop you have to listen your body can and will literally shut down 
This is burnout, right? Very common. So once you make that empowered decision, notice the temptation to do that one more thing and go back and listen to the episode that I did on the compromise and all about how our brain is like, just one more, just one more, just one more. It's not helping. Okay, the other option, which I see often, is that when we drop one ball and we think, we even label it that we're dropping the ball, even though we've made the conscious choice to stop it. But when we label it that we've dropped the ball on something, we then drop all the balls right? If I'm stepping away from work for something, then we just never get back to work. We get to the fridge, we get to our phones, we get to Netflix. And before we know it, the day's gone. And suddenly the next day is a little bit harder to get going. And so it continues, right? We fo- we become so focused on what we didn't get done and what we haven't got done. Even like the day before, we spin in frustration and continue to not get things done. Instead, once again, snacking, procrastinating, and building that habit. It's like we've opened this Pandora's box of procrastination. Noticing all old habits coming back, the temptation to check the phone, go to the fridge, maybe eat unhealthy. And you can guess what happens when you start your day that way. It continues. We have so many judgments about taking time off or changing things that we either resist it or we make it mean we failed and continue to spin in failure. Now that part is all completely optional. The problem is not making the adjustment to begin with, it's what we make it mean about us and that's where coaching comes in. We can make it mean that we fucked up, sure. In fact, our primitive brain wants us to, to spin in the guilt or maintain our old habits. Or we can remind ourselves of why we made the decision and continue to feel empowered, not in spite of the change, but because of the change, right? When we step into being the CEO of our life, we don't have to answer to standards that were taught to us in school or through work or through our next door neighbor or our parents or our partners or anyone that we know. We make the choices and we get to decide what we make changing our schedule, if that's something that happens, what we make that mean. Now, this is where I see common mistakes. Having made an empowered choice to prioritize our health only to mentally beat ourselves up over it isn't working. Or having made an empowered choice to shift one thing only to let everything else tumble isn't working. Now that we know this is where we as humans go wrong, what can we do about it? So I'm gonna share with you some simple steps to get you started in making empowered decisions in response to change. Now, firstly, as I said, this is a change you want to make. We're not looking to build a habit of making changes and going back on our word. You can do the Vicky check, right? My clients often tell me they have me in their head knowing what I would say. And I consider all of you listening to be my clients, right? We've spent a lot of time together. You can definitely apply the same process. What do you think I would say? Knowing that I love you and want what's best for you, right? I'm not a drill sergeant looking to tire you out and burn you out. Would you feel okay saying your reason to a room full of people? It's like little tests that you can do. Okay, next. We want to sit with what's happened. Let your body and brain process what's happened. Now, this can be a few minutes. It can be longer. Depending on what's happened, depending on how much time you do have and how much time you choose to give. But even if you can only give a few minutes, give a few minutes. And pausing now will save you so much time later. 
Like everyone listening can probably think of one example in their life where they've rushed something and it ended up creating more problems later. I think I have like a thousand examples of this. So let's like take that pause knowing it's going to benefit everything later. The next step is to make decisions, even small decisions, immediate decisions, things for the next hour or the next half hour or the next five minutes. We don't have to solve for everything right there and then, but what are the small decisions that you can make? What do you want to do about it today? Are there things that you wanna move around? Is there someone else you want to talk to? What are the steps you want or need to take? Get specific. Maybe you want to cancel your morning calls or appointments. Maybe you want to cancel everything that's non-client work. Make the short-term decision that's going to create space for you to make long-term decisions. So for me with my vertigo on the first day, I didn't do this. (laughs) Like I said, I even did yoga. It was a slight dizziness I thought would pass. And on the second day I woke up and it was intense. And at this time, I didn't know that it was vertigo, but I knew that something was wrong, seriously wrong. So I decided to skip my whole morning routine, call a doctor, then go to the doctor, and then getting tests and all of this good stuff. Picking up a prescription, like really prioritize my health. Then I came home and guess what? My husband made us breakfast. I didn't rush back into work. I set space, I ate, I sat with it. And then I decided that only work I was going to do that day was client calls. And I would see how I would feel the next day. I didn't judge it or myself. I let it be there and I felt empowered by taking care of myself. That's like a very important thing. Now implement those decisions, even when there's resistance to them. If your decision is to work less, for example, then implement that decision. Because I can tell you as the week went on and I wasn't feeling better, I noticed more and more discomfort in not doing more work and like really keeping it minimal. I had to like fight that resistance to get more done. I decided obviously to not do my morning yoga, but I kept it in my diary, soon realizing that that was teaching my brain a whole message I didn't want it to get, which is things in my diary don't have to be done. Now, this is something that I've worked on teaching my brain. Like once it's in the diary, it's done. And here I was starting my day with like, yoga, exercise, first thing in the morning, which meant all I had to do was just remove it from my calendar and make that decision for the week. But there was some resistance. And I swear I noticed the difference. Suddenly my brain wanted to compromise on other things later in the day. So really adjust your diary in a way where you are honest up front. If you are doing less, do less, love your reasons. I love prioritizing my health, even if it meant I had to give up yoga and exercise in the morning, which I also love. It wasn't easy. That's why I kept them in my diary. Kept thinking tomorrow it will be better. But once I got the drift that it wasn't, I can just take it out. You can always do something that isn't in your diary. Like if I didn't have that hour in there, I can still decide to do it. But once I changed my schedule, it got so much easier. It's really not about being perfect. We get to learn each time and build the criteria. That's why I'm sharing with you what happened to me with the vertigo. I wasn't perfect, like, oh, suddenly I know exactly what I want to do. Like it was a whole new situation for me that I'd never experienced. But that's why I call you the CEO of your life. You make decisions, you learn, you get smarter and you make more informed decisions that are gonna help you in the future. Just like in business, right? I have an exact process for this that I teach my coaching program. It keeps you 
feeling empowered and learning no matter what it doesn't matter how you fuck up or what you get wrong you are actually the ceo of your life you are in control i don't care how stuck or helpless you think you are right now or at certain times i've seen it literally hundreds of times learn review adjust be willing to get it wrong so you can get it right and do this all from a loving place right treat yourself with kindness this is not supposed to have you move your 10 tasks from today to tomorrow and now have 20 tasks tomorrow i think i have a quite a strong lisp when i say tasks so i hope you understand me so we don't want to move those 10 things today onto tomorrow because the version of you that's going to wake up tomorrow is going to then have 20 things to do not doable right think of your future self when you make these decisions and make decisions for that version of you in the future and i know sometimes it can feel like everything you have to get done is really important but you would be surprised what you can reschedule delegate and sometimes even delete I had a client that came to me this week so overwhelmed by everything she had to do, all the things on her list, and I asked her different questions about the things on her list, and as we went through it, it turns out that not a single thing on her long list that was creating overwhelm was so important, and the most important things were not even on her list at all, and this is really common. So that's it from me today, leaving you with some food for thought on what to do when life happens because life does happen to all of us. And when we have a plan for it ahead of time, we change the whole experience of it. So each time life happens, you're going to get better and better building like a policy for what you do when life happens because it's going to continue. That's the story for everyone. So have a lovely week and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys. Before you go, know that if you can relate to this podcast, then you will want to schedule a free coaching consult with me. It's your opportunity to have me give you the exact prescription for your brain and then an opportunity to find out more about working with me. You will not leave that call without some transformation. So if you are listening to this podcast and understanding it in theory, but want to see results quicker in your own life, a call with me is the next step to learning how to apply it. Go to vickylouise.com forward slash consult and book your time with me. Bye.